Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now let the show begin. Hi, this is The Author Show, and I'm your host, Linda Thompson. Before I introduce our guests, just a quick reminder that selected interviews are available in our iPhone app, which can be downloaded in the App Store, as well as on TV, on the Roku channel, and Amazon Fire TV. Our app name on all platforms is The Author Show. When a book synopsis begins, and I quote, in a dying planet, two species compete for survival, unquote, you realize you've got a thrilling science fiction book on your hands. The book is called The Eye of the Unicorn by author Morag Higgins. Morag joins us from Glasgow, Scotland today to tell us more about her book. Morag, welcome to the author's show. Hi, Linda. How are you, my darling? You're sounding great. I'm well, thank you. Morag, will you please give us a quick overview of The Eye of the Unicorn? Certainly, Linda. My pleasure. The Eye of the Unicorn is um, one of these books that you can relate to straight away, even though you may or may not be an alien. And it's about one of life's struggles where you're constantly coming against uh, obstacles and having to overcome them just to survive. And just when you think you've managed to get to the top of the hill, life comes along and slaps you in the face with a wet fish and you've got to start all over again and look for alternatives. So it's a struggle... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, these fish are very tricky. You've got to watch them. So it is a struggle for survival by the alien race. And we are focusing on one race in particular, the humanoid race, the San, and two brothers who are thrown into this horrific situation where they have to try and unite their people and survive against all odds. There are some sneaky twists and turns and shocking moments, and it will leave you absolutely breathless and on a cliffhanger the whole way through, constantly page turning. I I am amazed at what you just told me about this book. So where did the idea for your story generate? Believe it or not, this is one of these strange stories that have been percolating in the back of my mind for nearly 20 years. This storyline, this thought of how would you survive against all of the odds. How would you come across, if you, uh, life throws you something difficult, how do you get around it? How do you overcome it, adapt and improvise? How do you get around it? And how would an alien species be able to deal with that? And I must admit, I did find it hard at times having to stop and think they're not human. They don't think like humans. So how they react is completely different. And so it really made a very interesting challenge for me to write. Yeah. It sounds like it. So were you thinking of any particular type of reader while you were writing The Eye of the Unicorn? Well, I'm a great fan of the Anna McCaffrey Dragon Rider books, and they are geared for anybody from young adult to extremely old adult. Anybody can read them. And that's what I wanted my book to be like, a book that anyone can read, that anyone can be inspired by and think, well, do you know what? If these aliens can do it, why can't I? So it's geared towards all age groups. Um, obviously, young adult, it would be maybe a little bit uh, tricky for an older, uh, sorry, a younger child to grasp. But it's designed to show you no matter what life throws at you, no matter how desperate a situation may be, no matter how hopeless things may be, there is always a way. You've just got to find it. If you were to compare your book with any other, what would that other book be? 
That's a very good question. I would say, I know some of the uh, reviewers have said they've compared it to Dune. I would not be as presumptuous to say it was anywhere near as good as Dune, but I would say it's in line with the Dragon Rider type books. When you were thinking of writing your book, which was the most important, character or plot? For me, the characters are more important. You have to be able to relate to the characters and understand their personal struggle. And I find when I'm writing, my style of writing, the story writes itself. The plot just happens. How did you select the names of your characters? And I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce them. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I, I... I try to make them sound as alien as possible, but within the realms of our ability to pronounce the sound. I don't uh, force uh, anybody to pronounce it a specific way. Each reader will interpret it their own way, and that's how I wanted it to be. It's an individual journey for each reader. That could get really interesting in the way some of those are spelled. Uh, You could have a book club that uh, no one knew who the other was talking about. (laughs) Yeah. interesting that we we should throw the throw the gauntlet down linda get the challenge out there let's see if we can do it well morag will any of your characters return to us in a sequel or maybe even a series oh absolutely linda the eye of the unicorn is just the first of a series of four books and all your favorite characters all the ones that you you're desperately rooting for will continue at least on some of their journeys and then more about the rest of their families. Let's just say it's about a dynasty. Have you always been interested in telling science fiction stories? Yes, I am a great science fiction fan. I was brought up on a a British science fiction series called Doctor Who. I love it and I've always been immersed in science fiction and wanted to write science fiction type stories, yes. Morag, you are very involved in the equestrian world. Do horses play a part in your book? I am a, a professional uh, equestrian trainer. Yes, absolutely, Linda. And I think working with animals that think as differently as horses think as differently from to humans has really helped me write an alien character and understand a mind that doesn't think like we do and uh, try to interpret that in a way that we can relate to. Well, Mara, you've written other books and they have been nonfiction about horses. Why did you make the switch to science fiction? I write the um, equestrian training books, uh, the Equido books. It's part of our training system and qualification system, which I've I've written. We have a a qualification. I have the science fiction as my escape from my, uh, you know, the concentrated and the technical and the life day-to-day running uh, life that I have to go through uh, when I'm working with horses and problem and and, uh, troubled animals. So I write science fiction as an escape for me. Going back to the Eye of the Unicorn, what sets this book apart from others in the same genre? There is a real twist to the plot, and that thread runs the whole way through um, the series. I feel with the Eye of the Unicorn, I don't force the vision on the reader. I allow the reader to develop their own interpretation of what the vistas are like and what the characters are like, and it makes it more personal for the reason them on each going on that journey. But the, the main theme and the main plot stays intact and the integrity of the book stays intact. Thinking back to when you were a youngster, were you always interested in storytelling and writing? Yes, absolutely, Linda. I am the eternal storyteller. I la- the, my style of writing is very like 
standing on the street corner with your best friend is saying, oh, wait till I tell you what happened here. Well, and then I'll go into the story. I think it's traditional for a lot of cultures to have storytelling. And I think it's sad that some places have, have lost that. We need to rediscover that. And that's why I say anybody can write. Anybody can do it. If you can tell a story to somebody on a street corner, you can write a book. I like that advice. So who would you say has been the biggest influence on your writing style? I am a huge fan of, obviously, Asimov, Bradbury, and as I said, Anne McCarthy, James Herbert, Stephen King, all of the greats. I have a, I love all of their books. My writing style, I definitely say, was uh, similar to James Herbert and Anne McCaffrey. Well, if you were to look back, do you think that there is any book or books that inspired you enough to consider a career as an author of science fiction? There is actually a story behind that, Linda, and I know we might not have many much time, but I had the great honour of meeting the, the author, uh, Anna McCaffrey, at an author's review. I had just lost my first horse after 20 years, and Anna McCaffrey was an equestrian as well. I had written a short story about my horse's life, and when I gave it to Anna to read, she absolutely loved it and encouraged me to get it published. And it was her fault that set me on this journey of being an author. Um, she was a beautiful lady and such a nice person. What a wonderful story. So is there a message or a moral of this story in the eye of the unicorn that you would like your readers to remember? Yeah, the moral is very clear. No matter how desperate things are, no matter how lost and hopeless a situation is, never, ever give up. Stand tall, stand up and fight. Keep going because there is always light at the end of the tunnel. It might be far away, but it's there. What a great message. So will you please read a short excerpt from The Eye of the Unicorn for our listeners? I would love to, Linda. Thank you very much. Karsh paused and listened. He was sure that he had heard something echoing across the deserted homestead. He glanced at the others, but they seemed unconcerned and were lazing around the platform. He shrugged his shoulders. He was still jumpy. A small rock was dislodged from its place somewhere off in the distance, and it skittered down a slope and came to rest at the foot of a building. The noise was like a scream in the silence of the cave. All of the sand were fully alert and on their feet. Each gazed intently across the dim landscape, and their minds opened to catch any passing thoughts. What entered their heads chilled them to the very bone. There was no real coherent pattern to the emotions that crept towards them, only a mixture of hate and aggression. A mindless form of fury with a cruel and unforgiving heart. The sand closed their minds to the foul feelings and prepared themselves for battle. Coop, what did you make of that? asked Remrook. Coop frowned and looked thoughtful. Well, it felt similar to a cock, but different somehow as though all of the negative traits of that race had been collected in one creature. <laughs> I didn't know that Cuck had any positive sides to their nature, said Remrook. Oh, well, even the Cuck have some redeeming qualities. Not many, I grant you, but you would only prompt such a strong reaction as this if you entered a Cuck's nest. Her thoughts trailed off and she looked at Remrook with a horrified expression. Surely they would not dare make a nest in our mountains, she exclaimed. Remrook grimaced. So. The cuck had decided to take advantage of the weakened state of the sand. 
this would give him a legitimate argument for seeking help from the name. In fact, it may even be useful to consider the possibilities of the unification of the name and Kai survivors to boost their numbers. Safety depended on strength of numbers. Unfortunately, he would have preferred a different means of persuasion. Quickly, he directed the group to split into two. This they did, keeping a mental touch for instructions. There was no need to shield the thoughts from a cuck. Those creatures could only hear siblings from their own nest. The sand climbed stealthily along the tops of the crumbling dwellings. They would attack the cuck as it crawled along the streets. They formed a V formation that would drive it towards the sheer wall of the entrance platform. Silence fell on the dead holding. Oh my gosh, that was certainly an edge-of-your-seat excerpt and definitely a cliffhanger that leaves people to want more. So that leads me to where can we learn more about you, about your other books, and where can we purchase The Eye of the Unicorn? The Eye of the Unicorn is available on all major online retail stores. And you can learn more about myself and follow links uh, to the purchase sites for these books on Scottish Horse Help dot co dot uk uh, you can learn more about me what i've done and um, each book will have its own synopsis and you can follow the links directly uh, to purchase them and that uh, scottish horse help dot co dot uk is your business website regarding your uh, horse training is that correct yes that's correct linda that's our main business platform and um, so again you can learn more about me because I am intrinsically linked with horses. I am a horsey person and uh, that's where we um, have the links to all our books because some of them are equestrian books. We've been talking with Morag Higgins, author of The Eye of the Unicorn. Morag, thank you for spending time with us to share your story today. And I do know that we have a lot of fans of science fiction out there, and they're going to be very interested in your book. So I do hope that you'll consider coming back to chat with us when you publish next in your series. Linda, I would absolutely love to. And boy, is the next book a doozy or what? Oh, <laughs> well, here's a review for The Eye of the Unicorn. One of the best sci-fi books I have read in ages. It keeps you turning the pages with lots of action and a good bit of romance thrown in. I can't wait for the next installment. So hurry up, Morag Higgins. You can't keep us in all waiting in suspense. Well, if that leaves you wanting more like it does me, please order your copy today from scottishhorsehelp.co.uk. And when you finish your book, don't forget to post your review. And please share this interview with your friends so that they too may become acquainted with their author. And remember, the author show may be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com. Plus, selected interviews can also be found on major platforms such as Amazon Fire TV, the Roku Channel, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, and many more. Whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books, theauthorshow.com is a really great place to start. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. Theauthorsshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.